y'all welcome back to another episode of the sister sister podcast episode 34 i'm here your host bianca another week joined by my lovely sister frida hey y'all and what's good yeah we gonna start off with a little bit of ghetto shit we always gotta get that's ghetto. always how we get ghetto we always, always gotta start off ghetto, ghetto and then we can dwindle down okay and we have to calm yourself right so I'm going to start off with Diddy's handwriting. Oh, Jesus Lord. So. Why does he write like that? It looks like my one-year-old's first writing. Yes. So, Diddy sent Summer Walker a Chanel purse with a personalized... It wasn't. Nope. Uh, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't even like a letter. I was about to say a letter, like, but nope. it was like more like a postcard. Right. Like he wrote on a postcard or whatever, a personalized note. And when I tell you this looked like first grade handwriting, like a child wrote it. Like it was very bad, very all over the place. Like the words were on top of the other right. words. Like, like literally looked like and first like, grade handwriting. And I know they say that like successful people have ugly handwriting. I don't know if you ever heard that myth. I feel like I have heard that, but it's like why. Because they don't have to do nothing for themselves. Like, I don't know. <laughs> they don't have to write nothing. Oh, no, <laughs> like, why like, is your handwriting so like, terrible? You know, they say, like, doctors' handwriting is usually ugly. But, like, su- I don't know. It's like a thing. Like, successful people usually have ugly handwriting. I feel like doctors' handwriting is ugly because they have to write so, so much shit. fucking much. You know, they teach them how to write like that, right? All the time. Like, In med so school, that it's, like, yeah, they teach them how to barely legible, but mm-hmm. it's, like, so fast. Yeah. Because I feel like they have to write and so much. it's also a way for now, people not to be able to... Like, uh, forge things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like everything is so much, like, electronic. So, like, maybe they don't have to write as much. But I feel like they have to write so much and so fast. So, we're like, if all you're doing all day is writing scripts and writing this and writing notes and writing chart notes and documenting this, then, like, yeah, you just got to figure out how to just do it fast. I don't feel like Diddy has to write that much. And I don't feel like if I sat down to write somebody, mine they would look note like that. that no, it but would it's look not like, even like like it was bad. You let your like, chihuahua write like, it. Like it's not even like it was ugly. And you know what? We'll post it to the podcast story when this episode airs. But it was literally all over the place. Like you know, like if you give your kid a piece of paper and then it'd be like they write "I love you," but it'd be like "I you" with the loves over here on the bottom, and it's like a little bit slanted right. up this way, and it's like eh, you kind of got to turn the page a little to read the cryptic message. That's how yeah. his handwriting was. Maybe that's how they play. Maybe it's a walker. Like, <laughs> you know how when people go back and forth, they be like, maybe that's their thing. Maybe that's how they play. Maybe she wrote him a note one time and he was like, oh my God, your handwriting's terrible. And he was like playing a joke on her. Like, I just can't believe that he really writes like this. I just can't believe it. I just think it's like, no. Yeah, it's nasty. Like, I feel like if Diddy was the most attractive person in the world and I saw the way he wrote, I'd be like, mm, I'd be like, no, you're ugly now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry I'm breaking up with you because you're ugly him right in. So, this next that's so ghetto made us laugh so <laughs> fucking hard. And it's really, it's not even funny, like, to the person it happened to. Like, that's can't, it can't be funny. So, a woman from Detroit claimed that someone stole her front porch. <laughs> no. Her steps and everything no like, she didn't claim someone did it Some, somebody stole somebody stole her fucking steps okay she had to put a ladder to get into her house like Bruh. it was gone Bruh. who what does okay so like i want to know like you had to have equipment yeah, yeah because you, you demolished these steps yes i feel like it was a personal attack because Someone had to sit down. Like the and only, really the only think. thing that was there were the brick structure that's holding up the house. I really feel like someone had to really sit down and think, what can I take from her that's going to inconvenience her <laughs> the most? How petty is that? Someone because that? nobody is randomly driving by like I'm still in this porch. This random one. <laughs> it's not. I don't a, think it's so. Not a grill. It's not right. It's you not like a bike that up, was sitting outside. Right? It's not a. A recliner you or not a swing demo, right? So a she was. Like, she made a video. Porch. She was like, "I really just want to know, like, who backed their truck up and really stole my porch?" Like, she said, "I want to know <laughs> who was just driving by." I said, "I'm gonna steal a porch today." Like, Nobody, like, it had to be a personal attack. I don't know what she did to someone, what she did to someone's child, and if she didn't do anything, the person who did that is so 
fucking no, weird because that's a personal attack. She didn't do nothing. To that's nobody. a personal attack. She, what, no. she innocent? She <laughs> that's a she personal innocent. attack. She doesn't have nobody. There's people who really are just cornballs like that out here. Like, like people that break into people's house to steal their copper and like a bunch of like. That's it is. I just like of somebody all the was driving by and was like, I really want to redo my porch and I can't <laughs> afford it. That's a nice Listen, porch. I'm gonna be honest. It looked like her steps were like green. Yeah, it was the first picture. But I mean, everybody's aesthetic is different, right? That's true. Because if I'm going around stealing porches, exactly, I'm not stealing that porch. Exactly. That's why I feel like it's a personal attack because her porch. was Let's be clear: when we say they stole her porch, we're not talking about patio furniture. No, we are talking about the concrete. Literally, yes. We're gonna have to post this to the story too when it's dropped because people are like down. Every way for this they woman to get in her, her house. Steps. They yes. demoed her steps. The only thing that she is left in to... front of her house are the two fucking brick pillars that are holding up the the awning of the porch. That's so crazy. Like that someone really just needs... The awning of the porch is there and the fence. So I really need to know, are there any other porches in this neighborhood that have been stolen? Right. Is this a pandemic? Is someone... Right. So like... Because we're a, in a pandemic. Is there a porch stealer? Out there, there is a lack of supplies right. in the world of every kind of supplies because w- weird stuff. I go into the store and they'd be like, oh, we haven't received this in so long. Like weird things that you wouldn't think like people were really ordering that much. You'd be like, y'all out of Lay's? Who the fuck Y'all you had no original Lay's? Y'all had no <laughs> chips? It'd be weird stuff. Like they'd be like, oh, we didn't get a shipment of this in so long because of the pandemic. And I'm like okay blame the pandemic y'all didn't order it but okay (laughs) so i'm thinking does someone have a business that they need like bricks and cement and they need this stuff and they can't order it because of the pandemic and they're stealing porches literally flipping bricks (laughs) did somebody steal they're selling porches on the black market selling i'm gonna check the marketplace i'm gonna check the marketplace and see if i see like porches bricks and like steps and like or like wood pieces because you would break that down in the wood like who fucking knows i don't fucking know but i'm gonna check the marketplace like, i'm be like is anybody on here selling porches like there's homeless people out here that have never broken down somebody's fucking porch to make themselves a little they can't, because where are they getting the equipment <laughs> this person had equipment this person had tools no they had to have they had to have had a truck. they had to they have, had to have had one of them things right, to the ground right like, the mm-hmm, jackhammer the like jackhammer they had, and okay and if none you of her neighbors hammer in a fucking truck. Where's your porch? None of her neighbors. Yeah, her neighbors don't. Was like, because again, <clears throat> you could think that your neighbors getting their porch done. If you if you're like me and you don't talk to your neighbors, right? I don't know nothing that goes on with these people. Right. That's true. I'm That's like, oh, true they too. Porch done. But Until I know they came home from work and they were like, somebody stole my porch. I'd be like, oh, I'm like, oh, they was out here because I know I, everything that be going on in my yeah. neighborhood. I'd be like, I didn't even see that. That's crazy. I'd be at the window like. Because you ain't about to think that I... I would have called like, girl, somebody out here stealing your porch. (laughs) No. No, I'm not lying. Your porch is gone. Okay? Call the cops because your porch is missing. Your step... No, your steps are gone. Bring a ladder to get inside because you don't have a porch. Where'd you even get this ladder? I don't fucking know. That's ghetto as hell to just steal somebody's whole porch. <laughs> like, it's like I know. And thing. I was like, when I saw it, I was like, how's she going to get in the house? And I remember and you were like, she going to have to use a ladder. And I was <laughs> you were like, she do got one. She got one. That's, like, that's have, crazy. And it's not even like, like, she has to crawl like this, like, to get into the house. That was just weird to me. Now, I don't know, because that would look like a nice, decent-sized house. Why she don't have a back door? Maybe she did, but, like, you're, you're going to notice your fucking porch missing. No, I mean, like, to get in while she didn't just... Or maybe somebody's going to have to but, fix it, okay. and that's why there's a lot True, there. yeah. Somebody is definitely going to have to fix that, because that was just crazy. Poor man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he, got <laughs> like, he got to be like... Like, back in the day. Yeah, toast. toast Roll it up. Throw it. Toss. Oh, my God. Newspaper. Okay. Hit us with some desperation, because... I'm going to have to, because... I hope she get a new updated porch, and it's not I hope she get a 2021 porch. Period. Right. Because that was an ugly porch. <laughs> Rest in peace to your porch, sis. <laughs> All right. This week's inspiration is, and this ties into our topic. Do you love yourself in your love language? Yes, the fuck you do. Can you read my love language? Yes. When and I it's crazy. Love and affection. 
Can you read it when I need it? You know that's that Queen Naja song? No, I didn't hear that one. Um, I told you, like, I keep starting the album and then I, like... Girl, get your life. I get to, like, pack light and then I have to do something else. First of all, who listeners, if y'all don't know, Queen Naja album is a fucking vibe, sis. Okay? You listen to that album, you going through so many emotions. You want to go mm. hug your boyfriend, fight your boyfriend, fight your ex right. cousin's mother, sister. Like, it's a lot of emotions up in here, but it's good. I like it. Because when Queen Naja said... Wow, <laughs> what she said? No, I was thinking in the car. Right? I've been through some. I've been through some shit in the past, but I'm I'm smarter. I don't now. I can't when I'm singing it. I know it. Okay, because okay. I gotta find the lyrics. Okay, I felt that. That's what I. That's what I have to say. Okay, I felt that, and I'm not gonna press this song because I think it's gonna start playing. But I'm I felt when like she said starting that. Starting to feel like you're toxic. Like, and I mean, when she. I'm not toxic, but when she said, you can go on and puff up your chest, but it better not go no farther, I was like, yes, okay. Because <laughs> your mom will be planning a funeral, period. It's for everybody. Periana. So. All right. What is yes. your love language? My love language. But, uh, I don't think being a psycho is one of them. First of all, let's talk about the love languages. Okay. First of all, I feel personally attacked <laughs> by Regina George over here. Okay. For the people that don't know. Did you just call me a psycho? Wait, no. I'm sorry. We have to talk about that. Yes, yeah, a psycho. I'm not a psycho, and that is not my love language to make as accusatory remarks you to me. Just said that somebody's mother was gonna have to plan a funeral for them. Do you think normal people say that? Yes, because <laughs> because Queen yes. Naja said yes. you can go and puff up your chest. Okay, you can act, but but it better not go no farther. Like basically, right. like don't put your hands on me. Because why? Why would you put your hands on me if you right. did not want to die? But what I'm saying is, I know what you were saying, but what I'm saying is, do you think normal people react that way? Do you think normal people just yes. say those things that somebody's son I've is going said to be that. dead? No, I've, you've said it because you're a psycho. I've said that to someone's mother, like to their mother. Like I wish your son would. You're going to be planning a funeral. I've said the same thing to somebody's mother, but d- that doesn't make us normal. No, we're normal. Okay. Oh, the other people aren't. No, yeah, yeah those people are oh, weird. Okay. okay. Because why would you not, like, say that? <laughs> <laughs> why would you not say say what you mean? Like, me, what you that's, say? that's another queen I'm just like, okay. Is it? Stop plugging her wing and paid off of it. Let me go on a but that's my, um, that's my cousin, Queen Andre. That's my cousin. <laughs> that's my cousin. <laughs> that's my A-Rab cousin. Anyways. You say stop plugging it. We're not getting paid, but that's my cousin. That's my cousin. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Go For those languages. of you that don't know, there are five love languages, okay? Words of affirmation. Idioma de amores. Oh, that's God. a love language in Spanish. <laughs> Words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. So, I feel like everyone knows what quality time is. Everyone's definition of quality time might be different. Physical touch, mm-hmm. obviously, you know what that is. Receiving gifts, you know what that is. Acts of service. Doing things for other people. So, like, don't talk about it, be about it. Right. Right? So, like... That's mine. Your car ran out of gas, I'll go fill up your tank. That's what acts of That's service mine. are. Right? Cooking for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, like the little thoughtful, nice things, buying flowers for somebody, things like that. That's acts of service. Receiving gifts are strictly monetary. So if you are the type of person that you give gifts, you want to receive gifts. That's how you interpret love. Mm -hmm. Words of affirmation, like you're doing great. You're amazing. I love you. If you are one of the people that need to hear somebody loves you, Mm -hmm. that's your love language. So those are the five. So out of those five, I know which one I am and I know which one Eric is. What do you feel is your love language and then what do you feel is phil's love language so my love language is definitely acts of service i also like to receive gifts but primarily i'm gonna say acts of service i like it when like you said when like someone takes the initiative to do something whether it's cooking or like phil will like randomly make me a cup of coffee because he knows that i'm gonna i'm gonna make the coffee so like Mm -hmm. he'll do it for me he'll make me coffee or when i get in the car and there's already gas in it which doesn't happen too often sometimes Mm, let's not talk about pet peeves that can be a whole nother episode right sometimes it's like oh where's the gas but when when he knows it was low and he goes and he just puts gas on it just so that he knows i'm gonna go out so i don't have to stop Mm mm-hmm I like that. Oh, so I like, are y'all that. the same love language? Acts of service? No. No? No. I think his is more primarily physical touch. D- that's Eric's. 
Yeah. I, I don't know if that's like all guys are physical touch, but that Eric is yeah. Eric is a combination, obviously. Everybody I feel like is a combination of all these things, right? Yeah. But Eric is physical touch. All day. I don't every think day. physical touch should be a love language because like don't touch me. But okay. <laughs> but if that's like But so I didn't even know that like love languages were a thing. And then me and Phil had a conversation one time and he had brought up he sent me like a, a article about like love languages and I was like, I don't know what this is like what are you talking about acts of service and words of affirmation like mm-hmm. what is this but then i was like as i was like looking more into it i was like, okay makes okay sense. this makes sense this makes sense me like meaning this is the way you show love this is the way that you expect you interpret love to interpret love this is where you expect to receive love in order to feel love like somebody else might not be doing this so you don't think like oh shit like maybe they don't Maybe they don't love me because they're not doing this, this, and this. But the other person, that's why it's important to know each other's love language so that the other person knows, like, okay, they are going to feel like I love them. I can't just be like, oh, yeah, I love you. So you should just know that I love you. I don't need to do these other things. This is how they feel it. Mm -hmm. And this is how they they give it and they receive it. So what is your love language? It's literally the same. It's acts of service for me and physical touch for Eric. So when I was first thinking about it, I was thinking about words of affirmation or quality time. But I feel like quality time is a little confusing because how I interpret quality time and how somebody can give me quality time are two different things. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't really feel that that's mine. And words of affirmation is definitely not mine. I feel like for me, I'm very big on like telling Mm -hmm. people I care about that. I love them and stuff like that. But that's not how I interpret love because I don't believe half the shit that people say anyways. And (laughs) that's like because I'm a psycho. But I feel like, you know, if, like I said, don't talk about it, be about it. So acts of service is more like you showing. Like, did you eat today? You know what I mean? Like, you care enough to And sometimes I don't even, like, don't ask me what I want for breakfast or don't ask me, you know what I mean? Like, what I plan to eat. Just just make me something that you don't like. You know what I mean? And, like, I I appreciate stuff like that a lot. There's, um... Several times where I just like wake up to breakfast mm-hmm. or stuff like that, you know what I mean, and like little things like that, or like, like for example, oh, thank you. for example, like I feel like we've already mentioned this before, but I feel like anytime you're in a long relationship, there's mm-hmm. several periods in your relationship where I feel like if you're in a healthy relationship, you're going to refill in love with a person. Mm-hmm. There's little things that'll happen throughout the years that you'll be like, damn, like this is why I really love you, and I feel like for Eliana's baby shower when Eric had like stood up and then got up early to make those donuts that I was supposed to be making mm-hmm. for the baby shower because I was too drunk to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I feel amazing. like that was, like, a moment where, I mean, if it if you just hear it, it don't sound like much, but, like, mm-hmm. the situation, yeah, it, that was a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was, like, a moment where I feel like I refilled love with him. Where I was like, yo, he really loves me. Like, because this ain't his best friend. This right. ain't got shit to do with him. He didn't have to worry about nothing. We all had got back late. We all mm-hmm. were drinking. Like, but he just knew this was so important to me, and this meant so much to me. And I literally was not cognizant at all to be yeah. able to do anything. And he stood up and didn't know how to do any of this. And like, stood up watching YouTube videos. Stood up trying to do this, mm-hmm. trying to do this for my best it. friend's baby shower. You know what I mean? And did it for me and surprised me. Went to the store and bought everything. Like in the middle of the night. Like yeah, like he just went above and beyond and. I feel like that was something for me that, like, was, like, a moment in our relationship where I feel like it reset that, you know, that emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, where it was, like, he really loves me. Like, that was one moment for me that I was, like, like, he he really loves me. But for him, it's physical touch. Eric is very touchy-touchy-feely. He needs to be touched. He, babe, could you wear my head? Babe, could you wear my ears? Babe, like, you know what I mean? He, he needs to be touched for, to feel loved also. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm not all over him, he'll be like, oh, like, what's up with you? Like, you're just not feeling me too? Yeah. Whatever. Or he'll be like, do I look cute? Like, that's when I'll notice if I'm not, like, on him too much because then he start asking me questions like that. Like, did you think you just got ugly from today? Right. Like, like, duh, you're so cute or whatever. But everybody's different. And we're um, circling back to our suspiration where it says, do you love yourself in your love language? I feel like I've gotten better at doing things for myself or, like, um trying to like appreciate myself more with my um like acts of service like i'll be like okay like 
I'm gonna get that because I like that, or mm-hmm. I, I really want to do this, or I'm gonna set the time aside for this, or I just want to relax. Yeah. Like I've really been trying to do better with that. I feel like before Brooklyn, uh, I didn't really like worry too much about myself, mm-hmm. but I feel like now I don't want to just lose myself in just being a mom. Mm-hmm. I want to like really make sure it's important to cater to my relationship and still us have our identity outside of being parents. And like the same for myself. Like I don't want to just be somebody's girlfriend or just be a stepmom or just be a mom. Like I want to be like content in myself because I feel like sometimes when you don't water those areas you grow resentment and that's mm-hmm. when people like they just get a little miserable in all areas of life and I don't want to do that so right. I feel like I have tried to interpret my love language in my life mm-hmm. I don't know if you feel like you've been doing yeah. the same or you- I, I try I try like I'm like oh I'm gonna do a little face mask today or even just taking 10 extra minutes in the shower or mm-hmm. you know what I mean just like Getting up a little bit early to do something for yourself before everybody wakes up. Mm-hmm. So, like, I try to do that. And, like, receiving gifts is, like, my side love language. Your side hustle? Love language? Yeah, it's, like, my side love language. <laughs> and I buy myself stuff. More often now. I'll be, like, if it's just small stuff. Like, I'm, I'll be in a store and I'm, like, this is really cute. Like, it's only a few dollars. I'm going to uh, get it. I, I buy myself something, too, but I don't uh, interpret it as receiving gifts because I feel like that's, like, my act of service. Mm-hmm. Because I don't need to get gifts to feel loved. Like, right, yeah, I yeah. love giving gifts. Oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. it makes me so happy to be like, oh, I told this person this is what I got. To do. I'm about to spend money on somebody. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Like, fucking Christmas is so exciting to me to buy other people gifts. I don't yep. give a fuck about anything I get. I mean, it's nice to get stuff, but mm-hmm. I really don't give a fuck. Like, I'll be like, if I don't get anything... Right. I don't care. It's not going to bother me either way. And I feel like that with every holiday. Like, I really don't care to get anything mm-hmm. for my birthday or anything like that. But to give people means so much to me. But I've also tried to work on that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still feel the same. Like, about other people. I'd be like, you don't got to give me nothing. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. But I've tried to do it for myself. Like, right. like you know what? Like, I, I really did want that perfume or whatever. So, I'm going to go get it. Because I'm good at talking myself. And I feel like we're similar in this, too. Mm-hmm. Talking ourselves down from like yep. buying ourselves. Like, like, oh, like, but we don't really need right. it. That could wait. That could wait. But then mm-hmm. for anybody else or anything else, right? It's like, like right away. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, you can right get it right now. now. Carter's has a sale right <laughs> now. I need to go buy two hundred dollars worth of clothes for this. Like, but I feel like we're doing better. Like, sometimes I'll, I'll be scrolling, I see something on Amazon, I'll be like, "This is something that's gonna make my life easier," or something that I just like plain and simple. I just want it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm getting it. I'm gonna figure it out. Period. <laughs> So let's go through the other love languages and see where you think you fit, right? Because, like I said, I feel like everybody is a combination of both. So if you had to rank your, if you had to rank the five love languages in order, where do you think they would fit in order of importance to you? So acts of service Mm -hmm. for my number one. Mm -hmm. My number two would be... I'd say my number two would be quality time. Mm-hmm. My number three would be words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And not only like, oh, you're doing so good. Or like, sometimes I'll like, I'll like to come downstairs and I'm like, oh, you look so cute today. Or, mm-hmm. oh, your yeah. hair looks really nice. Or mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just affirm uh, Right. Your just like, oh, okay. Tell me my food tastes good, sir. Right. Right. Like, that was Tell real me good. Me, like, so that so okay so those were three and then receiving gifts <laughs> the physical touch. The physical Yo, touch you are last. sick you are sick physical touch is really last for me like you're a sick person and gifts is not like like i don't need expensive shit but sometimes like if you come home with like a pair of fuzzy socks that you saw or sometimes fill yeah, a little gas anything. station he comes with a hershey's cookies just and the fact that bar. you thought of me and i'm like oh my mm-hmm. god thank you and he'll just give it to me but physical touch is last it's last for me i just it's a no for me it's like on there like i wouldn't be like and then physical touch has to stay off it's on there but it's like like it made the cut it's not like i'm like touch me all over please all the time because it's like the opposite sometimes i'll be like <laughs> I mean, nobody and that's that's not even just in my relationship like even like i told you the other day with Celise, she wants to like crawl into my lap and she wants to mm-hmm. like knock my phone on her hand holding my hand mm-hmm. and she wants to because like maybe in order for her to feel like 
oh, I love her. Mommy has to be hugging me all the time. Or mommy right. has to let me lay on her lap. Or mommy has to be cuddling with me all the time. And she wants to do that so much. So I feel like love languages spans out like more than just your intimate relationship. It spans out with your children and your friendships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So what is your rank? So for me, it's acts of service. Then it's... Because I'm trying to not think of this just in relationship. Because I feel like if it was mm-hmm. a relationship, it'd be a different rank. So I guess I could do it two different ways. So I feel like in a relationship for me, it would be... No. Mm. Okay. Acts of service. I'm just doing once. Acts of service. Words of affirmation. Physical touch. Or it might be physical touch than words of affirmation. Okay, so acts of service, physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, then receiving gifts. And I say that because acts of service, obviously, that's how I am. I feel like physical touch, I am a touchy-feely person as well. Like, I love, like, cuddling or, like, if I'm, like, washing the dishes and Eric just comes and, like, hugs me from behind. Or, like, if I'm, like, asleep and I feel him, like, pull me near him in Mm -hmm. the middle of the night, stuff like that. Like, and I feel like in the other order, it's cute too, but it's cuter after. Like, if... Eric says I love you and then gives me a kiss. I feel like it's cuter if he's like giving me a kiss and then says I love me. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like so the other way around for me is better. Like, I don't know. So it's yeah, physical touch. I feel like it's important for me too, mm-hmm. which you know we've already explained. Like I'm lovey dovey too. Um, then words of affirmation. Then quality time because I feel like I'm not the type of person that has to see you all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, for me to feel like we're close or like for me to need something from that. Like I said, everybody's idea of quality time is different. Like my idea of quality time could be like FaceTime or the fact that you just like sat out from what you're doing to like just talk to me. Like right. it doesn't have to be like, oh, we're together, we're together, every shut out the rest of the world. Like um and then receiving gifts because like I said, I'm more of like a gift giver than mm-hmm. like to receive gifts I really can care less okay, okay so that's my order so how important do you think knowing the love languages are like in your friendships oh i think honestly i think your friendships are more important than your relationship for me and it might be because i have like really solid friends mm-hmm. but i feel like people need to understand they're both relationships mm-hmm. and like you right. can't only cater or water the relationship with your man that's why i said like your intimate relationship and then like your friendship relationships your friendships are just as important if not more because you have to remember like there's a hierarchy in everything right and yes in life if i assume this person to be my husband in life right that person's gonna come before anybody that person comes before your immediate family you know once you're married this is your family this Mm -hmm. is your priority right but that's not my husband. That's my boyfriend. So, let's be clear. That's my boyfriend. So, you're mm-hmm. not the highest person on the list here. Right. And you have to understand at any point, whether you want to accept it or not, anything can go wrong in that relationship. And these are the people that are going to have you. Right. These are the people that are going to hold you and support you and be there for you. So, I feel like I hold my relationships with my friends very high mm-hmm. in my list of importance like obviously it's my family and then it's my friends you know and then everybody else <laughs> and then everybody else in the world everybody else you know what i mean um obviously i hold eric high because that is he's like my husband but i mean like i'm not like cutting off my friends for anybody ever right. nor would he expect me to but i mean if i was in that type of situation he would have to go like, if he was one of them boyfriends who was like, oh, I don't want you speaking to your friends or whatever, I'd be like, oh, well, I mean, okay. Right. That's cool, peace. Like, I'm I'm just not doing it. I have lucky enough and blessed enough to have the people in my life that I have. So, mm-hmm. I hold them to a very high standard. And I think knowing who you are and what's important to them. Like, for example, my one friend, I'm not going to name her. But you know who I'm talking about. It's very sensitive, Right. I'm not a sensitive person at all. I mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't give a fuck about a lot of shit. And learning that about other people, it's, it's hard and it's a struggle. But, like, it's important if you care about somebody to understand how to maneuver mm-hmm. with them. Because you never want to intentionally hurt people that you care about. Right. So, 
Although I could take a lot of things as a joke or I don't give a fuck about a lot of shit or I don't pay attention to a lot of different things because they don't matter to me. That don't mean that it doesn't matter to the important people to me. Right. So you try to... You have to make sure you tailor your conversations and tailor your each relationship based on... Differently, right. Because like the... For example, the way you would address something with me mm-hmm. isn't the same way that you would address something with that person. Right. You know what I mean? Because you're like, okay, well, like, if I say it just like this, they might take it this way. Or if I say it just like this, they might take it this way. So I need to deliver it. Having the same the same message, the same purpose, mm-hmm. but sometimes you do need to tailor your delivery because that person's like friendship love language might yes. be different yeah. they need different things and it's like even with people like okay so me and you i mean with an exception of a few branches we're the same fucking person mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i feel like with a lot of things like we handle situations the same our mm-hmm. triggers are the same things we like are the same we're very similar in a lot of ways but we are also two different people mm-hmm. and even like with me and you we're very different. Like, there are certain things that if somebody says to you, like you said, you'll get defensive. Mm-hmm. Like, I do not care. Like, mm-hmm. somebody could be like, Bianca, you're an ugly ass, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, so do you want to fight? Like, mm-hmm. okay. Like, what is the purpose of you telling me that? I don't right. care. Like, I don't, I genuinely don't give a fuck what nobody feels about me. Don't care about what mm-hmm. you think. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like I'm real good with, like, hearing things about myself, mm-hmm. regardless of what that is. I just be like, oh, okay. Or, yeah, I could agree, blah, blah, blah. And whereas you've said, like, sometimes when people say things to you and it, like, in the manner or however it is, like, mm-hmm. you feel like you, you get defensive or whatever. Right. So even down to that, like, but that's something good to know about your friends because you have friends like mm-hmm. that who, like, that they might get defensive or they might get offended or some people are more jokey or some people need to hear like i love you i appreciate you everything you did for me or um and some people just know know that off the rip like or there's some people who be like i haven't seen you in so long what's up with us like yeah nothing i work Right, I'm an adult. Like, we have yeah, lives. Yeah. Like it's not that I'm not your friend right. anymore. You know what I mean? So exactly, you're right. You, there's different things with different people, and you mm-hmm. have to know that what they need from you. Yeah, exactly. There's and this relationship. There's friends that I have. So I don't have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. So that's just like one. But there's like Shakia specifically. Say like it can go. We haven't really went like long without speaking to each other, but there has been times like it's been like when. Like, I'm working, she's working, like, we're both busy, we're both trying to do so much, and it'll be, like, three, four days, and then we just, like, pick up where we left off. It's right. like, oh my god, girl, I haven't talked to you so long, let me tell you what happened, let me tell you this. It's never, like, you haven't hit me up in three days, like, what's going on, did something happen that I should know about, or, you know what I mean? Like, there's not, like, yeah, and then any, like, like, animosity. There's, like, like, us who, like, if we don't speak every day, like, we cheated on each other. Be like, right. You didn't fucking call If me. I don't answer the phone, it's like, you didn't fucking call me? <laughs> like, who it's the like, fuck I'm taking you to court. <laughs> right, who the fuck would you want to know it? So, it's like, like love languages i feel like the most important thing to know about love languages is like it spans over every relationship you have Mm -hmm. not only your intimate relationship with your significant other it spans with like your friendships your kids and it's important for your friends to know your parents like it's important for your friends and whoever else to know your love language it's also important for you to know theirs but i also feel like there's instances where people take things like and run with it or they take things and they're like really drastic about mm-hmm. it so it's important to know love languages like with your significant other or your friends or whoever but they can't expect say say for instance like okay my love language is acts of service right i can't expect that every time i see you every time I see you, you're doing something for me Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, oh, if you don't do something for me today, I, yeah, if you don't you love me. Extreme. I can't be. You can't be extreme. And I also don't expect people to be me. I don't expect mm-hmm. the same things I give out because right. that's just me. Like you know what I mean? Like, right. And I feel like that's where people go wrong. It's like you have to understand and be okay with the fact that everybody is different. We're not the mm-hmm. same makeup. We're not robots. It's not. This isn't a factory. Right. You're not gonna move when I say move. And right. You know, like we're all different. So. Although I can be like, like, for example, if my um, love language was gift giving or whatever, mm-hmm. I can't think because every time I see you, oh, here's something new, here's something new, here's mm-hmm. something new, here's something new, that every time you see me, 
it has to be the same thing. And I'm like, right. why are we not both exchanging gifts here? Like, bitch, ain't nobody right. told you to be buying no fucking gifts. Nobody told you to buy this. Thank you. Right. But, like, like, it's like you can't expect uh, people to give out the same mm-hmm. thing. Now, you can try to understand that this is a different person and maybe they're they, that's not how they show love mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it, it's all a work in progress it's it all is. like and it's like it's continuous and honestly life is exhausting so <laughs> just thinking about it do you feel like so i feel like it is true but i feel like people's love languages change as they get older and yes. as they move into different areas of their life Mm-hmm. so i feel like or that that's... who who you're with or who you're around because you might be getting something from somebody that like you've never got before and mm-hmm. then it might be like oh wow oh, like, this might be my love language this might be what i, I need in my whole life is. i might need to receive gifts <laughs> i might need a little bit of that you know what I mean? yeah i think that's true i think it, it could change so how do you not that we we should be explaining love languages to our kids but like how do you interpret um, your kids yeah because love language. love language isn't sexual it's it's how you love somebody like i feel like alicia's love language is definitely words of affirmation but so what i feel like is i mean like literally like not sitting down like okay well these are the love languages yeah. like how do you feel like i feel like to pick up on those love languages and then see what they do for other people you right. can kind of like interpret it yourself because the way I think about it, I feel like if you, so with some kids, I feel like if you sit down and have a conversation, they're going to, kids take things and run with it. Yeah. So every relationship they have or every like person they meet, they're going to think that they have to do this, this, and this, and this, and this love, yeah. to prove right. that they love them. Or this person has to do this, this, and this, and this, and this mm-hmm. to prove. And like kids are, I feel like they're naturally extremists, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's important to pay good attention to how they perceive love and how they give it so that you know yeah so that you know their love language mm-hmm. and you see like how they interact with other people you say okay like well they expect this from their friends or like this mm-hmm. is how they interact but i don't feel like i would like sit down no. and like have the conversation because they take things and yeah. like they're like they're really extreme well mom you said my love language is this so you right. have to spend every minute with me because that's how i yeah, know you love all, me I wouldn't have they with them because like i'm not explaining what all these words mean i'm not explaining what right is, right like, and then they're gonna be on google like, but no i thought you meant like they're like they shouldn't know what no, love, no, 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 no like no. a love language was like i'm like it's not a bad thing but. i mean i mean like I feel like at the well with them at this age, like RK is eight and nine. Like I don't feel like we have to label it to like tell them what it like what it oh, is. Yeah, no, you know, that's no. what I mean. No. But I feel like we pick up like I said, like Celise. I feel like hers is definitely like quality time, physical touch. Like she really always wants to like be around you. She always wants Honestly, to. Now I don't even know because <laughs> she's clingy. She's she touchy. always wants to. And she wants to give gifts every day. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like with Celise, I feel like hers is physical touch a lot too because like she literally said to me like she was we were on the couch together and she was laying on me. But then I was like, all right, just like sit here. Like I don't like I'm high. I don't really feel like anybody laying on me right now. And she was like, oh, but I want to I want to spend time with you. And I'm like, we're, we're in the same room, on right. the same couch. Like, we're spending time together. She was like, but I want to be combined. And I was like, you're not in my stomach. Like, we're not combined. We're not Siamese twins. Like, we are two separate people. We can spend time together without you being in my arms. Like, more importantly, you're not a baby either. So, like, sometimes it's okay. Like, I'll lay with you on the couch. I'll cuddle with you. And we'll sit here. You can lay on me. I'll play with your hair. Sometimes that's okay. But sometimes it's like... Let me love you from over there. Right. Yeah, so no, I feel like her, that's a big one for her too. She'd be like, well, I love you, but I right. just want to... Rubbing like, your face, I'm rubbing eating. your hair. I'm eating. I'm eating. Why do you right. want to hug oh my while God. I have food in my mouth? Like, back up. So Lisa does that too. Her, I think her number one might be like physical touch. Yeah, no, and then like close number one is like, like quality time. Because she's always like, oh, but I want to spend time. I want to like actually do something. I'm like... Or like Alicia be like... Can I lay in your room? Like, no, you're a whole grown ass man. Why would you? Like, do you understand that sleep is already uncomfortable? Like, no. Right. Now we're adding a whole other fucking person. No, 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 no. no, So that shit flew when you were like three. Like, no, you're about to go to college. Kids really. (laughs) Kids, and that's why I said kids really they they take things to the extreme. So like, it's important for us as parents and like. No, but I think it's important to know that it's because also with how you deal with things because Mm -hmm. like how I'm such a like hard exterior. Mm -hmm. Like it's very hard for me. Like even yesterday, me and Alicia had this whole long conversation. She was 
crying after the conversation and i was like well, why are you crying like i was so confused right but she something was, that might not make like, you emotional i might thought not. you were mad at me and i was like it may make her emotional what did like I, why do you care if i, I was mad at no, you no but i was very confused like i was like, like what why did I say? would you think i'm mad at you when we were just talking she's like i don't know i thought you were disappointed and i was like oh my god in my head i was like this is draining because like you know i don't that's not that's not you but it's important for you to know yeah i'm like i don't know about her so you know what i did i sat there and i said let's talk tell me how you feel why are you feeling this way and i'll explain to you why you shouldn't feel this way i was like that's not what i meant or i'm not mad at you i didn't give Mm -hmm. you any indication that i was mad at you but that conversation for me was very draining but i did it because i love her Mm -hmm. and i told her you know like i love you and blah 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 then i came downstairs i told eric we're not having any more girls okay because i can't do this (laughs) Emotional shit. I can't do it. It's I girl stuff. I need to find. They clingy too. I don't know, but yeah, but like. So, do you feel like okay? I'm just gonna tell my so, kids what it is. Every time I have a conversation with you, I feel like I'm wrestling. I'm not wrestling. I feel like I'm referencing. Okay, I can't speak. I can't speak. Okay. Yes. So literally, the episode I was watching last night. Um. The one of the cast, Karen Huger, her husband, she's like in her fifties, but her husband is like twenty years older than her or something. So he's like older, he's like retiring, whatever. He's like older. So they've been married for like twenty some years. They've been together forever, but they were seeing. He didn't want to go to therapy, so it's like she had her like a life coach mm-hmm. to help them because I guess her whole their whole marriage. They had kids in the house. Their daughter went off to college. She then started a um, a perfume line, mm-hmm. whatever. So like now it's not mom mode, wife mode. Now a lot of her time is spent with this business, mm-hmm. right? So she said that he started to feel less than. He started to feel like, wow, my wife's not here for me. He like like they started to drift apart. Mm-hmm. So they had this life coach come in, and the the life coach like brought up like, well, what what do you think your love language is? What do you be? And I was like, that's crazy. so like they had brought that up and i say that to say even like we're just like with our boyfriends we're just boyfriend and girlfriend now but when we get married like it's not that's why i said can you feel like your love language changed because even down the line like what we feel like our love language is now even with the same person Mm -hmm. it can change and he was saying like he felt like all these years the thing she was doing wasn't for him that it was for the kids he was like she used to cook and i thought oh wow my wife's in the kitchen she's cooking me a meal the kids are obviously gonna eat but she was like i realized like no she was cooking for the kids i was here to eat Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like that was a part of it and i feel like that was like one of like the acts of service he felt like oh wow like she's making sure i eat every night or whatever and it was really like well the kids went to college fend for yourself Mm -hmm. like i'm not there's no kids in the house i'm not cooking so i feel like as years go by and as like situations change the kids leave the house and like your whole relationship switches you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like your kids are older they're not there so now you have more time to focus on like just yourselves and your relationship and now you're at a point where like we've been married for 20 years Mm -hmm. should so much be changing like do we have to start fresh and new in our marriage itself? But I feel like even that same relationship, but years down the line, your love language can change too. It's true. Um, but I feel like that's also why I said it's important to have your relationship outside of being parents. Mm-hmm. Because right. a lot that's what happens. People have kids and mm-hmm. whether you're a mom or a dad, if you love your kids, everything is about your kids. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it should be if you're a good parent right. your priority is the kids it's what's best for mm-hmm. the kids it's all about the kids you know like especially when they're little babies you're fucking obsessed mm-hmm. with your kids like right. i don't look at eric three times if brooklyn's laying in the room mm-hmm. like i'm staring at her 24 7 and that doesn't mean i don't love him it's this is my baby this came out of me this is my wow look what i created right. look at this miracle like even last night i was like laying in the bed with him and i'm like yo like look what we made like this it's just it's crazy it's mm-hmm. crazy right so half the time you're just mind blown with your kids and then i feel like as things as they get older and life gets busier that's what it is you guys are so busy so you have to set aside the time for that but i feel mm-hmm. like like what you were saying with things changing it does change because i feel like when i was younger what i looked for in a relationship or what i considered oh you mm-hmm. really like me 
was different than I do now. Before right. you getting on a bus and coming to see me. Quality time right. was, wow, you really like me. You came right. to see me. Like, you know what I mean? And obviously, That's like you I said, needed. things change as even when you go from like... 18, 19 years yeah. old to like a responsible adult with mm-hmm. a job and businesses and kids and Real a home. You're, like you're, you're not going to be the same person. Like mm-hmm. if, if you're the same person in your teens as you are in your early 20s as you are in by the time you're about to be 30, there's a problem. I'm yes. not the same girl I was when Eric met me. When Eric yes. met me, I was 22 years old. I'm, I turned 29 next week. Yes. I, you're not the same person. The things when you Eric met me, I was fired from my job. Mm-hmm. I was calling off. I was out every fucking weekend. I, I would hope I'm not the mm-hmm. same person. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, and he's not the same person either. Like, mm-hmm. it's, and that's a good thing. That doesn't always have to be a bad thing. Like mm-hmm. you evolving as long as you guys are, what's this parallel, right? Mm-hmm. As long as you guys are parallel, in your growth. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? You're both growing in the same direction. You both and want you both new are things. Appreciating and, right. each other's growth. Right. You both want new things. You want there's nothing wrong with that. It's when you want new things outside of your relationship. It's when you right. want other things that like this no longer is exciting to me no more. You or you're being have to re- one-sided. About right. It. And I think you there's a lot have of to reinvent yourself in your mm-hmm. relationship. Like together like yes. i feel like you have to like you have to have your separate things but you have to make sure like you said it always stays parallel one person can't be growing mm-hmm. one person can't expect the other person to not grow mm-hmm. oh this is who you were when i got with you so why are you you know but what i mean? feel like sometimes you also have to bring it back in a lot of aspects so i feel like i never want to be so focused on something that mm-hmm. i forget to wh- why we fell in love like i feel like when me and Eric met, we had both came from real tumultuous relationships, right? There was, like, a lot of stress, a lot of strain. And I feel like where we clicked so well was, like, both of our sons are humor. Like, we just had fun. Like, mm-hmm. we had fun. Like, my whole relationship, I just feel like I've been able to have fun. I never want to be so focused or so old or so responsible that I'm not having mm-hmm. fun in my relationship. And right. I feel like sometimes... No matter how much you grow with a person, no matter how much older you get, sometimes you need to dip back into certain things to remember why you fell in love or to mm-hmm. have that spark again. Like, even like as you get older, right? Your sex drive or your importance for sex or, you know, things that you used to do is not that important, especially when you're so busy and you're mm-hmm. doing this, you're doing that, you're doing that. That's just the reality of the situation. That doesn't mean that, like, your life for the rest of your life needs to be bland. No. Every once in a while, you need to remind him about that hoe that he met all them years ago. Hey, I'm still in here. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I just feel like in life, you still need to... It's okay to surprise each other. Yeah. Even though it's, you know, like, oh, wow, I haven't seen this in a while. Or oh, mm-hmm. this part, You know what I mean? Like, that's okay. It shows, I think it shows, like, there is still a little bit of who I was right. when we got together but I'm growing so here's another reference right mm-hmm. from the same show one of the ladies she is probably I think she's in her 30s now but when she married her husband she was like 25 or 26 he was like 55 he was very very much older <laughs> she was he was very much older so as you can imagine yeah they're in way different, different yep yeah. well not not sexual drives because she said that his sex drive was greater than hers but I, i'm talking about just where they are in their life she's 25 26 on the party scene like she you know what i mean young vibrant wants to be out full of energy mm-hmm. like whereas or figuring out what she wants in life and her career that 55 year old man to the club he listen let me tell you about michael darby okay? he'd be out in just streets okay so you can imagine she's you know what i mean young Mm-hmm. figuring out what she wants to do in her life figuring out her career wants children he is 55 has children who are two three years younger than her which is, is weird but that's not even what we're talking about right now established well established in his career you know what i mean not trying to figure things out not trying to figure his life out mm-hmm. so now what is it six five six years later she has a baby now with him and they're having marital issues because she's not the same person she was that same young springy vibrant fun girl that he met and married mm. now she is 
trying to figure out what she wants to do business wise. Mm -hmm. She is a mother. Mm -hmm. So she's not doing the things that she used to do. So she said on the show that. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Now at at this point now they have like two children. I saw on Instagram, but whatever. (laughs) So, but there was an incident where he got caught. He said he didn't sleep with the woman, but he got caught in a hotel, like with the woman, whatever. The woman like took a picture of him, like from the back and put it on the blogs. Mm -hmm. So she revealed to her friends, like, oh, you got in the, the past. You slept with her. What was y'all doing? He said he fell asleep. But, right. Yeah, lies. Whatever. So she said that um, she was telling her friends, oh, M- Michael and I's, this is what she said, Michael and I's marriage has had its own identity. That's verbatim what she said. And everybody's looking at her, like, what the fuck are you talking about? So she's she said that, I guess, back in the day, there's been times where they have had threesomes and they you know what i mean like they done other things with other women or whatever 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 so he his not his argument basically he was saying like our sex life or this has not been what it used to be mm-hmm. when we first met and when we were first married and what we you know what i mean like she's changed as far as what she is willing to do what she expects and i feel like on his end that should be expected you know mm-hmm. what I mean? as far as like changing right did you think for y'all whole marriage and forever she was just gonna want to have threesomes with a 70 year old man <laughs> like get the fuck out of here but it's like why not so like Dirty old she's ass. like you have to <laughs> she's like you have to respect these changes like i'm oh, a mother i'm trying to identify like who i am in my career and my business i'm trying to figure out what i want to do this is not who i am anymore this was years ago I, this is not who i am and you have to respect that change that doesn't mean we can't have a fun sex life that doesn't mean we can't reinvent ourselves but why should he expect that she right. stays that person forever you know what i mean so i feel like no matter how long you're in a relationship it can be 15 years 20 years 60 years as long as, like you said, as long as you guys are both growing and one person is not expecting you to stay stagnant mm-hmm. where you were when they met you because that's who they met and right. that's who they want you to stay, but they're still just trolling all along or they're in a spot already where they're like, oh, I'm content here. I don't want to change. So I'm expecting this person not to change. It's never going to work. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> I'm still stuck on the fact that he's 70 years old. He's 55. Like, sorry, I thought you said he was 55 when she got with him. Okay, so now he's like 59 or 60. Oh, she's still in her 20s. She is 32 or something now, but whatever. Like, Bitch, you don't know how to add. If he was 55 when she met him. At 26. Or at 26 and she's in her 30s. She's like 32. She's not like that deep in her 30s. She's like 32. It's been like six years or something. He's in his 60s. He wouldn't be 50. You said 70. Well, oh, because I thought you had said. She I thought like, like he was fifty. He was fifty five. No, no, he, I thought she was older than thirty. She's like I thought she was like, like 31, I thought you were saying she was like forty something. Oh no, 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 But he's he's basically seventy. Seventy years old. Seventy years old. Like you're a dirty bastard. Like get the fuck <clears> out of here, grandpa. Listen, he's had so many scandals on this show. I'll be watching like. I wish somebody's grandpa would ask me for a threesome so I could slap the shit out of them with a cane. Like get the fuck out of here, you dirty bastard. Oh my god. I mean, listen. Like first that's of all, her, that's her thing. She married him. <laughs> let's be clear, balls already are not attractive. Don't nobody <laughs> want to see nobody's old ass man balls. Okay? And I've seen old man balls before because I used to take care of patients. No, who's doing it? Not I. Yeah, that's gross. Not I. That's old. That's old. Yucky. Like your kids are gonna think this is their pop up. Right. Says, oh my god, I'm about to be thirty. I cannot fuck no sixty year old man. That's like my dad. Like you would Freddy. have to look. That's like good. Freddie and my mom. You would have to look like. Okay, so this is funny. So, yesterday Eric had got <laughs> yesterday Eric had got dressed right, and you know ever since he cut his dreads off, like he looked like somebody's high schooler or whatever. So I'd be like, get away from me! Like you look too young to be with me. Like I'm not about to be looking like nobody's fucking pedophile or whatever. <laughs> so he was he like, oh, could, could you imagine if who did he say? Could you imagine if? he said oh could you imagine if obama dressed like this right he had on his cargo pants he had on his uh-huh. tims and he had on my fucking hoodie that he stole and one of his fitted and a jean jacket he looked real cute the fuck was 
he go? So he, where did we go yesterday? Oh, oh no, not somewhere. yesterday. Sorry, Friday. We went oh, to get okay. Brooklyn's ears pierced. So um, he was like, "Can you imagine if Obama dressed like this or whatever?" So I was like in the closet getting my clothes, and I was like, "Honestly, Obama would probably look good as hell if he dressed like that." I was like, "Cause Obama's an attractive older man," and I was like, "He's fine." <laughs> so I can't even say. Yo, do you hear the shit that comes out of your mouth? Like, what is wrong with you? I was like, Obama is fine. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, but Obama is fine. But I still... Michelle is hitting that now. But 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 that's fine for them. But I still have never looked at Obama like... "Mm." Like, even Denzel. I mean, you're bugged out to still think Denzel's attractive. Denzel back in training day... Oh my god! I could, I would have had all of Denzel's children back in training day. I'll pull up a picture of Denzel right now. It's really okay. Look good. Right now, pop up Denzel. Nobody's saying that. Okay. Besides his wife, and congratulations for you. But I've never seen. I mean, I'm about to Google some fucking 65 year old celebrities or something like that and see which one of them that I'd be like. Oh, How old is Idris Elba? Bitch, he's not 65. Good. How old is he? Probably like in his 50s. Oh my god. Idris Elba. He's old. Er. <laughs> okay. Idris. He's old. Oh, he's only 48. All right. He looked old as shit right here, though. Like, he did, is this a mugshot? All right. Morris Chestnut is 52. Morris Chestnut is older than him? <laughs> Are you serious? He looks, is this a mugshot? He looks old here. Is this a passport photo? Don't he look old as shit here? There's no way he's like, oh, you're yes, like, oh, you're 48. He looks he's old as fuck there. Stressed. He's stressed. No, let me now, see an old picture of Idris. Morris Chestnut injury. is 52 years old. I'm trying to see a 2020 version of him before I commit to making him, but. <laughs> ah, come on, Morris. Morris Chestnut is Morris. fine. Okay, fine. Yeah, I feel like. That man this look like crafted together by God himself. Reason. I would yeah. hit Oh, right now? Alright, let me let me pull up Denzel. <laughs> let me pull up Denzel. Come on. Denzel is cute. You're Denzel, right. a picture of Denzel yesterday. Denzel? <laughs> Freddie, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. I love him. Yeah, okay. He is yeah, so cute. Like you love somebody's pop up. Look at him. Look at him. You're a- not having sex with this. Don't tell me what I'm doing. Girl, bye. That's from years ago. His face don't even look like that. It says he's 60. How old is he now? His face all sagging and shit. Denzel Washington's age. Denzel's butt probably all wrinkly. But I don't know how his butt look. Bitch, training day? Oh my God. How did we get on this? Denzel is 66. He look good. (laughs) No, he don't. Don't make me get violent (laughs) up in here talking about Denzel. Denzel training day? I would have left my family for the Period. I would have been like, I'm, I'm like, Denzel Jr. I'm on the run now. Okay. Oh but my God. Today, present day, Denzel? No. No. He looked like somebody pop up. Okay. And I love him. is somebody's pop up. I love him, but get, but he's not somebody's pop up that you want to fuck. Okay. So, no. I don't understand this. These Potomac people you speak of. Okay. And they get together. Not all of them are like that. <laughs> Some of them are not. Woo! Okay, so I feel like we always like to end off with a moral of the story. Moral of the story is don't fuck old ass men. No, that's not the moral. <laughs> of the, that's not the moral of our episode. Well, it should be because that's how we ended, and then now I'm. I feel like something is going on to this. I feel like I need to call one of them services. Like they, they, you know how they have the people who like for people who abuse children. Like somebody needs to look at these elderly because no, why is this thirty year old girl preying on the sixty five year old? No, and somebody was like thinking that in the beginning. They were like. Oh, I presume your husband is older. Right. Like, and mm, has money. And has a social security check. And exactly. has money. Exactly. They were She's like, trying mm. to kill him. She's going to give him too many doses of Viagra one day. And there you go. She said he wasn't even using it. But I feel like the real moral of the story of our job is not called the elderly abuse hotline. Can you imagine like having <laughs> sex when you're 17? Like, no. That's nasty. Like, you're going to be throwing it back on Thursday? When you Do you think... <laughs> that's not even funny because I thought at, at least, like, 60, I would have to, I would be able to, like, just stop having sex <laughs> altogether. You think, you think I'm going to have to do it at 70? You're still going to have to do it at 70. You know when you're young and you realize, like, 
or not when you realize when you think shit is old and you get older and you're like damn that's not really old <sighs> alright so I have to recalculate the amount of days <laughs> 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 you're gonna be 70 still being a nasty thought moral of the story is know your love language know the other side of the party's love language not just intimate just friendships kids don't no. be close to just your love language don't be close oh wow okay drop gem period it's right there she just dropped the motherfucking drop the gem check it out on tuesdays that's the day we drop gems <laughs> all right let's get ourselves together because you're a mess that brings us to this week's get assist this week's get assist goes out to erica griffin she is the owner of ryan sky beauty supply um her social media handle is ryan underscore sky underscore beauty supply and that is r-y-a-n underscore s-k-y-e underscore beauty underscore supply and her personal page is e.j underscore griffin and that is g-r-i-f-f-i-n um, she can be reached at any time on her cell phone, which is 610-635-6936. And you can also book with her um, for your appointments on her social media, on her Instagram page. Um, so, yeah, make sure you guys check her out. She be slaying and laying over there. And I need to go ahead of that beauty supply because she got a bunch of cute headbands and a bunch of cute stuff. So, Let's get me a little silk press, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder if she get has my ends trimmed. Let's go over here one day. We got to go, go check um, because I want to see if she has Mile. If she carries Mile there so that we can support. But there's a lot of cute headbands there that I want to go get. So, shout out to you, girl. Get it, sis. Wrap it up, sis. All right. That brings us to the end of our 34th episode. Make sure you follow all of our social media to stay up to date. Check out the link in our bio to order some podcast merch. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Bye, y'all. Bye.